Hello, Spanish lovers. Welcome to Spanish We Do, a show about anything and everything that can be done in Spanish. That's probably just about anything, no? <laughs> I believe. I don't know. Uh, maybe you want to hear that in, in Spanish, because I've always said it in English in the introduction of almost every episode. I think I forgot one or two. But it goes like this. Hola, amantes del español. Bienvenidos a Spanish We Do. Un programa sobre cualquier cosa y todas las cosas que se pueden hacer en español. Something like that. And the translation for Spanish We Do, the title, well, it sounds just as odd as in English, I guess, because Spanish We Do is not exactly the right syntax for it. Sounds kind of Yoda-like. But something like, hacemos español. We do Spanish, which is odd. Anyway, this is part two of my conversation with Hanne, which is a girl, a friend of mine, I would say at this point, from Sweden. And in part two, I'm going to ask her some general perceptions she, as a Swede being from Sweden, and of course her individually, uh, about the Spanish language, about uh, Spanish countries, words she may know or she may like. And, well, we'll also talk about the most Spanish-like of all Swedes. Do you want to try to guess the name? You'll find out. Let's go. Part two with Hanne. But now, second question, okay? How many mm -hmm. types, and this is just perception, all right? It's not knowledge. How many types of Spanish would you say there are in your, in your mind? If any, how many types? more than one, or there are many? Like if you, you would say, okay, there's British English, mm -hmm. I know this, uh, the, these differences, I know there's American English, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. How do you divide the Spanish-speaking oh. world in terms of the language? If you do, because you might mm. not. Mm. What's your really, feeling about I, it? It's really interesting because I think in one way I do categorize it as one. Yeah. But but knowing and having had because we have a family friend as well as from Chile. And I think having people in your life that's not from Spain directly or you know, it kind of still gives you the idea of, yeah, no, there actually are different, you know, there, it's not just one Spanish language. Yeah. I think... Uh, so wow. it's logical to think so, like what yeah. you're doing, but you're just out of the cuff. You, you mm. know, okay, no, I have it as just one thing in my head. Mm. That would be it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah, that's very interesting, but you're, but you're logical, you're thinking about it, of course, makes a lot of sense, you got it. Mm -hmm. at, at the least... It, like the very broad categories, you would get Spanish from Spain and then you have, well, Latin America. Yeah. And it is very different. And you can think of it in a way as the difference between maybe British English and American English in, in the sense. And there is something very curious and I'm, I'm, we'll find a way to explore it because maybe someone's done a study or, or maybe it's obvious and just don't know it. But it seems to <laughs> yeah. me that uh, um, countries where the language is originally from have like a thicker, darker accent, way of speaking, than the oh, colonies. Yeah. Well, well, not the colonies in the case of the, of, of, of the United States, but modern places where it is spoken. Mm -hmm. And that happens with mm -hmm. Spanish. Spanish in Spain is pronounced like it's more noisy. It's noisier. It's I like, see. Como estáis vosotros? 
Habéis venido temprano hoy a la iglesia. That kind of, that kind of like thick, noisy sound. And yeah. even deeper in the throat for the, for the J sound. Like, for example, and this is funny in, and very curious because the laughter in Spanish is written with J-A. Ha, 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 ha. That kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's written I like that. I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, but the spelling is not the point, the pronunciation. So in Latin America, someone would say that laughter sounds like ha, 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 ha. So this mm -hmm. J is very light. It's very up in, in your, it's not, it's not in your throat. It's like I almost see. in the back of your mouth. Ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. in, your, in your back palate. But in mm -hmm. Spain, that J sound is very deep. So they would say, ha, 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 ha. So it sounds, oh, it's wow. more guttural. Okay. So, so that expands to the whole way it is spoken. So that, at least in the sense of uh, accents. All right. Mm -hmm. But yes, there are differences. As, as I said, the vosotros, ustedes, different words, vocabulary, yeah. of course, at some point yeah. for, for different things. But that's very obvious. And conjugations. But of course, now, okay, before I give you an additional comment, I, I want <laughs> to get a new sense uh, of, yeah, that, that, that just, this is just what I feel. Okay. Like what mm -hmm. I pull from the air. It's not yeah. a knowledge test. No. Don't let your competitiveness. <laughs> No, I won't. I'll keep it outdoors. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, how many Spanish speakers? I can give you like maybe options. How many mm -hmm. Spanish speakers do you feel there are in the world? Like maybe 100 million, 200 million, 500 million, or seven? I mean, seven people. Wow. So, actual people who actually speak Spanish. If you had to guess between 200. Um, 100 million, 200 million, 500 million, and seven people. I give you a hint. It's not seven people. But... <laughs> no, it's probably not. <laughs> um, wow. Good. Oh, my God. I would want to Just throw say it out like, there. It's just, it's just a feeling. 250 million. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it is actually 500 million people. Wow. I was way off. <laughs> around that. Because you have okay. around 480 native speakers. And about 50 more million people that study over the world, which is a more difficult, difficult thing to count. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, now another, but you, you know, that, that I guess changes perception of, of some things. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay, mm -hmm. so another question, just to again get that, that context. Uh, the most spoken, spoken language natively in the world is uh, Mandarin, Chinese. Mm, yeah. Okay, uh, over one. Over one billion people, if you say it in American English, well, 100, mm -hmm. okay, okay, 1,000 million people in, in, in other types of English, you know the numbers. Okay, there's yeah. a ton of people. All right, <laughs> so which la would you say Spanish, knowing that number, is second, third, fourth, or fifth, where would you place it in the number of native speakers around the world? Now you know you're up, there are about 500. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. I feel I because I feel like Spanish has been known to be one of the most spoken languages, but I wouldn't say second. I would probably say uh, I would probably say like third. Is that your final answer? Okay, just throw the dart. <laughs> you, you throw it in third. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with third. Okay, yeah. third is a good guess because it is an average of two things. With, okay. For native speakers, it's the second most spoken language in the world. Spanish is number two. But wow. if you count people who speak it as second language, then yeah. 
English go first, goes first, goes above mm -hmm. uh, Mandarin Chinese. It goes above. Yeah. It's like maybe, mm, I don't know, 10, 10% or more above it. Then you get Mandarin Chinese. Then you've got, I think it's Hindi from, oh, okay. from India, which is, yeah. but including also second language speakers, because there are a ton of languages in India. And then Spanish would be fifth. Oh, I mean, fourth, okay. no, fourth or fifth. No. Okay. Let me let me check exactly. I don't want to <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> so no, fourth. So Spanish is fourth. Fourth. Okay. okay. So second for native speakers and fourth in whole. Oh wow! So with so that, right it makes a lot of sense what you were saying before. There is mm -hmm. Spain and there is Latin America, but there are so many people that speak it in Latin America. Yeah. Then that it is impossible to think. I mean, to just assume there is only one type of Spanish spoken in Latin America. But mm, at the same mm. time, and this is what we're doing and what media does, uh, and logically so, they produce material that needs to be understood by, by all those people. Yeah. Wow. So it's an interesting thing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, from your Spanish days. Yeah. <laughs> can, can, do you recall any words that maybe you like? Like, oh, I remember. Yeah, I like this word. Can you think oh, of any good words? Good question. Well, besides como se llama, yes. um, which is more than one word, obviously. But because yeah. um, I, I, I remember, and this is it's embarrassing, <laughs> but, but because we were so young and we were teenagers and, and, you know, one of the biggest things was that, oh, my God, like we can actually go out and order beer and wine. And, and you know, so everyone learned how to say, can I please have a beer? So cerveza became like the word that everyone you go. was just like throwing left and right. And I don't really drink beer, but it's one of my favorite words anyway, because I just like how it sounds. I like how it feels <laughs> when I say it. <laughs> so I'll, I mean, I'll order a cerveza just because I like saying it and then I'll just not drink it. And then <laughs> I, I was going to ask that, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that, there you go, cerveza, yeah. Great. And what, what do you actually drink? I, I prefer wine. Then do you know how yeah. to ask for wine? You know the word I for wine. I don't. I don't. I never learned because okay. everyone was you just ordering it. beer. <laughs> Evidently. So, vino. Vino. Oh. Vino. vino. That's it. Okay. Good. Good. There then go. I know. Now I'll but, start ordering wine. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> but now you have to decide, is it red? Is it white? Is it rosé? What is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Okay. But oh. anyway. Yeah. That's, okay. That's so true. that now that that's another interesting thing that maybe another fact that is not known. Mm, I would say by speakers of either English or Spanish, unless you go into translation and then you find you get into so many trouble, so much trouble. Mm -hmm. And it is this: <laughs> the word for cerveza in English, beer, mm -hmm. one syllable. The word for cerveza in Spanish, <laughs> cerveza, you've got yeah. three. <laughs> so that happens a lot in between English and Spanish. So when you're translating, uh, and it matters the number of syllables, not it doesn't always mm. matter, but for things like dubbing and that kind of thing, it does matter. Mm -hmm. So you have to work around a lot of things to make it fit, especially okay. when you're doing what's called lip sync, meaning it needs to sort of like match the mouth. And if it is animation, it's a little bit easier because it's not exact mouth moves. And, mm. and But when you're dubbing like maybe a, a series, a, I don't know, a movie, and you want it needs to work, it, it's sometimes quite difficult from English into yeah. Spanish in that sense. But mm -hmm. also 
the other way around because maybe someone is saying, I want a beer. And in Spanish, they're saying, yo quisiera una cerveza. So you've got this person saying like this ton of words and <laughs> syllables. And then in English, it's just like this. So yeah, maybe, yeah. so you, you got to get creative. I want a beer, please, dear sir. <laughs> so you got to expand things. So it's, yeah. it's a funny situation. Yeah, Because, definitely. yes, Spanish uses more uh, tense to have more syllables and mm. not always more letters because in, there is these consonant sounds in, in English that sometimes make a word with, I don't know, six letters, just, just one syllable. That doesn't, doesn't happen in Spanish, but more mm. syllables. So that complicates. Mm. That's, mm. well, fun fact. If you want to go into yeah. translation, there you go. Now yeah, you know. For sure. Yeah, there you go. There's <laughs> a problem for you. <laughs> now solve it. <laughs> Okay, just now for, an, let's say, an emotional feel, okay? Mm -hmm. If you had to throw adjectives regarding Spanish-speaking cultures, what mm -hmm. would you throw there? What, what, would, what comes to mind? Oh, my, well, my... We know that there are going to be stereotypes. Don't worry about it. That, that's, sure. that's what I'm asking. Sure. Yeah, I'll just throw them out there. I think lively is what that's my first word that, that's the first word that comes to mind lively because i feel like the spanish culture wherever you would go it, there would be so much life and that's all that's something i really admire that's something i'm envious of um because swedes are quite i mean there's there's life in sweden too don't get me wrong yeah. <laughs> but but i think our culture is a bit more pulled back our culture and behavior is a bit more sort of um Like we don't like people who, who, who are like larger than life or don't like, we love people who, who obviously have personalities, but yeah. we're sort of, you know, there's a general perception that Swedes just, we don't like people who brag, for example. And I think, I think, I think that makes us feel like we have to kind of, you know, make us smaller than we are. And so yeah. we lose kind of that, you know, liveliness and we lose that sort of, you know, larger than life kind of personalities that we could be, that I hope we could be. But um, I feel like the Spanish culture, I feel like Spanish people, Spaniards, um, there's a lot of life in the way you live, yeah. in the way you talk. I, I just feel like I think that that would be my first adjective, probably. Okay, so Color, like colorful, yeah. Life, colorful, pouring out. Yeah. Like naturally. Yeah. yeah. Okay, not holding back. For sure. No. Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay, that, that's a good point. Let, let's try to make it a little bit more objective. I'll give you this reference point. From zero to ten, uh, if you had to choose a number for the level of uh, display of energy when mm -hmm. in behavior and, and language, where would you place Spanish speakers? Oh, interesting. I mean, probably ten. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of energy. So there. maybe compared I, to other to your perception of other cultures, you would put Spanish there at 10. Maybe. A 10. Okay. Yeah. What about yeah. what about you? What about Sweden? What, oh, Sweden is probably oh, we're probably like a three. Because we're not as we're not as expressive. I feel like uh, the Spanish culture, the Spanish language allows a lot more like gestures and hand gestures, and there's a lot more. I feel like the language allows for a lot more expression. Yeah. Whereas with Swedish, I feel like it's a bit more held back. It's, I mean, we can talk with our hands a lot too. I mean, some people definitely, I do, I talk with my hands a lot, but it's, um, 
but I think generally people don't and I feel like it's it's almost like we put a lid on it if that makes sense yeah in terms of energy um and it just goes back again to Swedes feeling like we can't there's a, there's a word in Swedish called uh, which basically means that you shouldn't think that you're special. It sounds horrible. It sounds absolutely horrible. It sounds like we're not appreciating, you know, people's talents or anything we do. But it's just that th- there's this old perception of... You Does know, it have to do with maybe seeing people as equals in that sense or just I not standing so. out? Which which I, one could be? I, oh, Oh, it's probably both, actually. I think it's it's because, yeah, Sweden is definitely very, very pro uh, equality, which is great. But it definitely sometimes has is its bad sides where it's like yeah. you said, we're not really allowing people to stand out um, the way we really should. So definitely Slatan I mean, is the Spanish, right? It's he, like he very is. Spanish. Oh my God. <laughs> he's Zlatan not Swedish is, at all. He's not, he's not <laughs> Swedish at all. He's We're, the most then, Spanish of all Swedish I've yeah, ever seen. He he is the Spanish <laughs> Swede. Like that's what he is. He is so non-Swedish. It's God. insane. And I, but I think I think he's absolutely hilarious as well because he is that sort of personality that Swedes would see as bragging and too yeah. much and you know out of the way kind of you know just like too big. Um, but there, there's this there's this thing now with him that like because that's the way he is yeah now that's him so he's no one is really bothered by it because that's his trademark and that's that's him and he's famous and he's like he's out yeah, there right, right. Um, but yeah I think he's, he's he can definitely not represent Sweden in okay okay of, no I got that you know. <laughs> what, but it would be interesting that there's probably some people around the world thinking like matching your personality like the personality of, of people from Sweden to Zlatan Ibrahimovic oh yeah <laughs> personality yeah. that could be yeah <laughs> Yeah, so maybe you're, sure. you're, you will travel eventually, I don't know, to some faraway place and you, you would say, I'm from Sweden, but why are you so yeah. relaxed and quiet? Yeah. Why are think... you? How come you're not dancing on these tables? Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Do not repress yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I do think as well, because I think the general idea as well is that Swedes are, like you said, very calm and quiet and sort of, held back in that but i think when just one question that doesn't have to do with the spanish but with that yeah. in particular would you say that yeah. that would would indoor would it would it be different like with your friends and like that energy display goes up is that a, like a public thing i yeah it's a public thing yeah it's a public thing i think because it's and it's really interesting because i look back at my my like my history with my family and everything yeah. and and how we've spent our family dinners or how we spend time with our relatives and everything and it's it doesn't feel calm and quiet and relaxed it's very you know everyone laughs everyone shouts there's you know lots of food and you know drinks and everything so in that way i think if you if you enter a swedish home it's it's a different story because that that's where you you'll find life but if you that's as soon as everyone goes outside it's like shh don't yeah. Well, Don't you see, we're all just... we're all just people of contrast. So I bet yeah. uh, Slatan is very boring at the Christmas dinner. He doesn't I'm speak. Sure he I'm sure. He <laughs> he's he's yeah. always just looking out the window, <laughs> reflecting. So that could be. Exactly. That could be. All right, but this yeah. show is not about Slatan, although he's very no, Spanish. No. I have just yeah. found out. 
And that was it for part two of this conversation. Uh, in case you don't know, I'll give you a general idea of who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is. He's uh, probably the most well-known or renowned uh, Swedish uh, football or soccer, as they call it in the US, player in recent history. I don't know in the past, but definitely. And he's very flamboyant and very, maybe in a way, very Caribbean-like. In his level of energy, that's what I would say, not personality, he plays the arrogant guy. Well, maybe a persona, maybe just who he is. <laughs> I let you judge. And what Hene said at the end, that this are, there's a difference in the level of display of energy of Swedes when outside or when being an, at home or in a friendly environment with people and family, you know, Unless they're fight against each other. I don't know. At some point. Everyone does, right? Um, I would say that in, at least in the Caribbean, or Caribbean countries of Latin America, I'd say the level of display of energy, I'm going to dare to say is the same in public or in private environments. I don't know. What do you think? What's it like where you live? Let's talk. And we have one last episode uh, of my conversation with Hang Ne, where maybe if you heard this one, you'll see I just ask general questions, ideas, what's floating in the air for her regarding the Spanish countries and, and the language and all of that. And I take the opportunity to, well, share my knowledge, whatever I've got, or just perceptions, impressions or ideas about it. Next episode, we'll talk about people. Well, we'll talk about Spain as a country compared to Latin American countries and, well, Hangness impression and then my two cents. Also about the perception of distribution of countries in Latin America, historical figures, show business figures, and we will end up with a just a short exchange between her and I, about the difficulties of translating this show we mentioned in a couple of episodes, which is called Bing, done in the UK, in the United Kingdom, internationally acclaimed. It's for little, well, it's for little kids. I think every, everyone would enjoy it, but it's about little kids learning to speak. They are three years, three years old, five years old, and how difficult it's been to translate that from English into Spanish, because... The experience is, well, in general, the same, little kids learning to talk, but the particularities of the language are quite different. See you in episode three.